You're listening to an FTCR podcast, you boob. Hello, everyone. I am FTA. And I'm Jonathan. And welcome to another episode of Sonic Says, where uh, we talk about the Archie Sonic the Hedgehog comic book, but we're named after a segment from the old Adventures on the Hedgehog cartoon. Don't really know why, but we are. I don't know. Bobby did it to us. Yeah. Thanks, Bobby. Baboom! Baboom! Glad you're not here, you jerk. Um, once again, it's just me and Jonathan. We're going solo. Yeah. One more time, because again, TJ and Bobby are too good for us. Getting Bobby to turn up. I don't know. They're hanging out with the cool kids, playing their games. And, I thought we were the cool uh, kids. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> um, something of a, of a sad episode uh, this week. This is the last... Uh, episode we'll have where we talk about Sonic Boom. Yeah. Fortunately, today's uh, today's pile of books is Sonic Boom issue 11, Sonic Universe 79, and Sonic the Hedgehog 276. Um, so that's the itinerary for today, but first I thought we should uh, talk about uh, something I think we should do a little bit of each episode. Um, plugging. Let's, let's do some plugging. Um, so, since a lot of books in the Archie action line or going away forever or for possibly a little while Mega Man being on its last couple uh, issues which I encourage everyone to buy both the regular cover and the variant everyone go and buy as much Mega Man as you can to show Archie we want this book back as soon as possible yeah rally rally behind this book because it's great quality the last issue uh, uh, the Issue 53 of Mega Man came the, out. The issue that just after World Unite, and it is one of the best ones Ian has ever written. Yeah, so, you know, tweet at, tweet at Archie that you uh, hope for a short hiatus. I, I have. I tweeted at Archie. I said, uh, issue, issue 53 is the best issue Ian has, has written, and at Archie Comics, please don't be stupid and make the hiatus as, as short as possible. And it was favorited by both Matt Herms and John Gray. <laughs> I, uh... I tweeted at Archie and at Fox, uh, 20th Century Fox. I was like, hey, uh, somebody at 20th, 20th Century Fox should really read the newest uh, Archie Comics uh, Mega Man issue. Hashtag Flynn for Mega Man. Is, is Fox doing the Mega Man movie? That's what I thought. That's why I did it. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is Fox. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah. If, uh, so I guess let's, let's start with that plug. Um, so, recently, Ian has been pushing a, a couple of hashtags on Twitter, which uh, I encourage everyone to at least tweet five times a day. The two main ones were hashtag Flynn for Mega Man to possibly get him on some capacity on either the movie or the new upcoming cartoon. Yeah, like don't Man forget action. to uh, put that at Man for Action. Man of Action. At, well, I would rather them be for action. You know. But the man of action, the okay. production company that uh, is making the upcoming Mega Man cartoon, but they also worked on things like Avengers Assemble, Ultimate Spider-Man. Why do you lead with Avengers the ones Ten. that are really dumb? Because all they've done is dumb. I like the first uh, part of Ben 10. Not for me, thanks. Really? Yeah. Ben 10 is the, the least... Is the Least offensive? It's the least terrible thing they've done, yeah. <laughs> but it's still not very good. So the fact that they're working on it doesn't exactly... Inspire me with confidence because I've had they, in my mm. opinion, they have a bad track record of yeah. taking franchises and doing good with them. 
So please, to have yeah. Ian knows these characters better than anyone on that on that production company will. For the love of God, let Ian write some scripts so that well, that show won't be entirely terrible. Yeah. So at Man of Action and at Twentieth Century Fox, and then for hashtags uh, Flynn for Sonic at R, at uh, at Sega. At Sega, because the, the thing for that was let's get um, Ian to write a Sonic game. Yeah. Because I think as he said in the past, he uh, was in his. He took some calls, he took some meetings about mm-hmm. possibly writing Sonic Colors, but that went to um, Kid Pontac and Ron Graff, which I, le- yeah. I love that story. I have no problem with them, with their writing duties on the games, but I'd love to see what Ian could do with I, I think game. I think Ian would uh, add a little more depth to the games, if, you know, he can. I don't, I don't really know um, how much story input he has well, she, the, he would have which I, is, I doubt it's, it's like the current writers they can write scenes it doesn't yeah. mean Sega will use them okay because they, they've proven with other games with other scripts that they've written more stuff hmm. like you know it, I've said it a thousand times but Big the Cat was in Generations yeah. at some point and they ain't there no more you know they recorded lines for him he's not there so they obviously write a lot more I mean I'm sure it comes down to like do they have the time to animate the cutscenes and do, yeah. you know, is it needed what have you so you know I'm sure there's other factors, but so I that's why when people tr- you know say yeah. there's, not, there's not a lot of substance to the um uh punk that graphs, it's not completely there. I fault. we don't know, we don't know the whole story, we don't yeah. know if what if anything has been cut, so you know what have you. You always take things like that with a slight grain of salt, but I'd love to see Ian write um, yeah. write scripts. A lot of people I've been reading are like, well, writing, writing comics is different from writing a video game, and it's like I. I don't know because they're they're all very similar to writing scripts for like TV and movies. Mm. I would say. Well, I'd say I mean it's 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 different in the in the sense that when you write a comic book, you have to think in terms of panels and pages. Yeah, which is very similar to thinking um, about like I, I've read books on script writing for um, for comic books, and they say it's very it, like it's very similar to writing for. Like TV, well, t- and t- things t- like that. TV, you you'd be constricted to, especially for like a like a children's TV mm-hmm. show. Be, it has to be three acts. It yeah. has to be this long. You know, you have to have something exciting happen at the end of each act, what have you. So there's yeah. there's still um, constriction in that regard. But I would imagine because you don't have to think about panel one, panel yeah. two, you'd be it's more freeing. And again, for a movie, there's really no real. Yeah. You know, and also with the amount that. of comic book writers writing for TV and movies, um, oh yeah, that I, I I don't see that debate being as valid uh, that I've I've seen some people make. So I I I think that Ian Flynn would be a great choice. A good writer for, is a good writer. Yeah. you know, it just maybe he'll have to you know, adjust how he yeah. writes it because really it's just the format. Exactly, exactly. It's really just the format is tweaked slightly, and you have to take into consideration different constraints, yeah. whether they be time or page length. Exactly. So yeah, you know, again, Rain's one of my favorite writers. I I love to watch any movie slash comic book um, game he wrote, especially if it's featuring characters I adore. Yeah. yeah. Um. Which, of course, coming December, just to remind everyone, Ian Flynn will be writing issue five of Teenage Mutant Ninja the, the, Turtles. The backup. The backup, I'm sorry, the backup of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Amazing Adventures. It's the it's the book based on the, the Nickelodeon cartoon. Yes. I forget it just got rebranded. So I think it I think it, yeah, Amazing I'm Adventures. Pretty sure that's what it is. I'm I've got it already on my Comicsology poll, so yes. I'm I'm gonna put it when it when it comes out, yeah. I'll make sure they get there. Another thing that you should all get off of Comicsology or Amazon.com 
uh, or even the I believe the Archie Comics app is uh, if you enjoy Ian's writing or if you've enjoyed the New Crusaders at all. The uh, follow-up to the New Crusaders series that Ian Flynn did is up digitally through those formats. Did he write that? He did write that. Uh, New Crusaders Dark Tomorrow is available digitally. Amazon, uh, Archie Comics app, and Comixology. So you can get that there. Um, Something Ian's been really pushing for, and if we don't show our support of... It sounds like it might end up being kind of a flopped um, project. Is his Patreon for um, Raiders of the, of the Lost Abyss? Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Abyss, uh, which is something a little different. It's a it's a prose kind of novel type thing, but it's also got a twist of those old um, choose your own fate novels, where you donate if you know anything about Patreon. Patreon is a uh, uh, website where you support a creator's um, creative uh, idea. Basically, by... basically, you it's a thing where it's kind of it's kind of like an ongoing Kickstarter where yeah. you you pay money to support people. So ideally, it's so they can not have to have get a day job and, and do these things. Yeah, type of thing. So I think. Mean, um, Certain ones like I support uh, Rob Paulson's Patreon, mm. and with that you get like exclusive um, yeah. interviews and podcasts. He does with voice actors, what have you. I believe the first two chapters will be up soon, if not up now for that. Yeah, I believe um, Ian Ian had a um, he had an update. Really, he, he did. I think when he said that we didn't entirely understand how it worked because yeah. there's there's certain goals mm-hmm. where um, like if you say reach if if they the um, Patreon reaches say five hundred dollars a month, then they'll do X amount of thing. If they re- you know, if they re- X amount of money, they'll provide you with, with this content, and they have yeah. different layers. And Ian was under the impression that um, nobody had to pay anything. Nobody would until... nobody would pay anything until the first milestone was reached. Yeah, which I assumed was the case too. I know, I, I knew that wasn't the case going in. Oh, yeah. I was like, I love Ian. I'll give him my yeah. money. And it's like it's only five dollars. For the the base, yeah, uh, I think you can actually pay a, a dollar you if you want, but you don't get the benefits. Maybe? I think I think yeah. I mean, I I do uh, I do the ten. Yeah, but uh, it's like at five dollars you get one vote. It, like I said before, yeah. it's a um, it's kind of a choose your own fate, but it's like crowdsourcing. You get a vote for what you want to happen, and the overwhelming vote for that. Um, influences Ian's writing for the next chapter. Um, there's a preview chapter up currently for anyone who wants to figure it out beforehand. But since we're getting a uh, we're getting cut down to Ian Flynn written books, uh, five bucks is not much more than one of those the cost of one of those books so you might as well um, you know mm-hmm. help a brother out and you can you can uh, find that at uh, patreon.com slash Ian Flynn BKC which is the hand we use for most things Bumble like King Comics mm-hmm so you go there and it'll uh, you know what I'll just I'll quickly put it up so we can uh, explain how everything works you gotta love technology I didn't do well enough a job. <laughs> yeah, so basically, he would uh, the milestone goals were uh, a chapter a month, for which uh, Ian would need uh, five hundred bonus content, seven fifty, 
and then character chapters were um, be grounded. And if you, the uh, pledge goals are five, ten, fifteen, twenty, or a hundred dollars, and each gives you varying degrees of um, of uh, patronage. So we employ everyone to go to uh, patreon.com and support. In my opinion, one of one of the the uh, best, most under under um, undervalued uh, writers and comics because. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Archie books don't get the uh, recognition. Don't I get the clout. Is they don't because some things. I, I can understand people that oh they're just licensed video game books. I I, I can stuff. I, I can I understand like think, yeah. initially ignoring them, but two hundred and seventy five issues. When when a comic gets yeah. uh, unfortunately in in other in other mediums, especially for a company like Archie, yeah, they haven't got the clout. To, keep a series going that long unless people were buying it and of course as we all know <laughs> something selling is not really an indication of quality I yeah. think, you know the Transformers film series has helped prove that better than anything else woo ready for a fifth one eh oh god no end it now but you know it, it's clearly got a, a strong loyal fan base yeah so it's you know I just, I'd be nice to make you know have Ian or Tracy win like an Eisner or something or win some kind of well I think I would could. love that I but it's like it, it's it's kind of uh, it's Simpsons, kind of hard for for uh, if Simpsons comics can can be an Eisner winning comic, is it anything can? That's insane, really. Years ago, this is talking years, years ago? ago. It was I, like uh, my following of it is that they 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 try not to pick like um like a like a top tier like well known like a DC or a Marvel book. They try not to do that. Hawkeye won a, like a, a like a couple years ago. I think. Uh, I think an image book won this year, but they try not to stick to the why? big two. Because why image? No, I mean, I mean, why? Like to me, that that, well, that seems kind of hipsterish. Like it's decent. They, and Marvel, no, so no, 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 no. They they try to they try to be hipsterish. That, yeah, it's because hipsterish is kind of more um, artsy. They they want to go for something more like that. I feel they is go the most the edge. <laughs> Imagine if Sonic, I would love. Imagine if Sonic Boom. There's, there is a kids section too, and which, I think which, that's, Sonic that's, the what, that's what that's what Simpsons won though. Yeah. Which I'm surprised Sonic or Mega Man because it's <sighs> Mega Man is one of the best books I ever read. Reading, I've read the Bongo Comics Simpson comics, and not a single issue that I've read. No offense to Bongo Comics, is as good as the Archie Sonic. Mega Man books. I think the one that won was Paul Dini wrote a Christmas issue. Oh, well, well, there you go. Paul Dini wrote it. I think that's the issue that won, but I'm not 100% sure. Huh. Well, Paul Dini wrote an issue of Simpsons comics. Could have just been nominated, maybe. It, or did it won? It won, because they, they printed it for a while. with was like, Eisner winning. Jeez. Really? Wow. Okay, so uh, other Ian Flynn... Flynn... Ian Flynn... Ian Flynn... Ian Fleming? Ian Fleming! <laughs> Back from the dead! No! Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Dun, 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 Is uh, coming up. What the hell was that? Was not the James Bond theme? Da 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 da. Station Square. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. So, uh, <laughs> Ian is starting a podcast. Yes. With um. I, I'm not too familiar with. I think it's the person who runs his website. I, I think so too. I'm sorry, website man. Uh, but it's going to be called Bumblecast, Bumblecast with a K, uh, and it's, I'm looking up, so it's the, um, Kyle, and then in, uh, 
parentheses Kyle J. Krupp, so cryo course of nitro game injection. Apparently I, so. I, 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 I again, unfortunately, I, I, I'm not too familiar with, with that gentleman, but... Um, but I love Ian, and I'm sure I will love this guy, and I, yeah. I, I bet, you know, once you're done listening to this podcast for the 20th time, you can go over <laughs> and uh, listen to Bumblecast for another 20 times. Which I believe if that's going to be a monthly podcast, and they're saying... Uh, no, I think they said uh, fortnightly. Bi-weekly, okay. Um, um, so, uh, you'll get... Um, You'll get like an inside look at Ian without coming to us, I guess. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, we're the only people who could offer that on the internet. That's all I do. Like, like that's <laughs> all I look at. I just uh, I go to your Twitter feed and I go to uh, wherever this goes on YouTube and I just listen over and over again. <laughs> Superpower Flower Hour. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be a thing. Uh, hashtag Bumblecast and at Ian Flynn to ask questions. To ask every, questions. Every episode he will answer questions. You know, give them suggestions. I suggested a Halloween podcast because they're going to start in October. So coming up, uh, keep tuned to Bumble, BumbleKing.com if you haven't already. I want to know if I want to hear it so he, uh, I can know if he answers my question. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I said, uh, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle and why is it Donatello? To which he, repl- to which he responded with, that's a funny way, way to spell Michelangelo. And that's when I blocked Ian Flynn forever. He's now dead to me. I, I know that you have an unhealthy love for a fictional green character that's not Sonic the Hedgehog. All right, all right, Anton boy. You really want to go this way? You really I, have, you really... I have two buttons You really want to go couch, down this road with me? And it's Antoine and it's Sonic. <laughs> and sometimes late at night, I make them kiss. Jeez. Makes me feel better. Makes you feel like a big man. That makes it sound really creepy. Um, oh, and it did it before? Not to me. <laughs> it was okay. Um, but hopefully also, uh, Ian's been talking about other projects, like vague, ethereal vague, things yeah. about having other projects out there that might involve other Sonic people. Other, son, son, other Archie alumni, possibly. Yeah, so keep an eye on that. Yeah. Moving on from Ian Flynn, because there's a couple other people that are putting things out. Uh, let's talk about Evan Stanley. Because she also has a Patreon. If you do not know, Evan Stanley, artist extraordinaire, also... And, and writer. And I writer! We're going to find out in this it. And writer. Great writer. Uh, also uh, has a fan comic that's still going, uh, even though she works professionally under Archie, which I, I find is a great thing. Well, she's freelance of art. She's not tied down to any one company. She didn't, you know, she didn't put a ring on it or anything, you know? She doesn't like Archie enough to put a ring on it, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> if Evan's listening to this, can we do, like, an animatic of, like, uh, Silver dancing the you should have put a ring on it dance? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try and get Evan Stanley in one of these episodes, so maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll see if we can do that. Um, but... So, she does a, uh, a fan comic with another person... I should really look that up. We should. Before. This is. I. I apologize for how badly researched this is. Yeah, it's like I know of this thing, but uh, she does it with her uh, her friend. She also does uh, let's plays and in stuffs and like. She did a bunch of um, audio commentaries for oh, yeah. the same episode. I believe some guy named her, Tom. Is that her boyfriend? Maybe. No, it's her British friend. Because anyway. her boyfriend is someone else. Okay. 
I don't know these people for real. <laughs> why am I? Why am I? You know, acting as an authority into their lives. City child that is not Evan Stanley's boyfriend. I know Evan Stanley's boyfriend. He's about yay tall, has the voice of gravel, and has the arms of an angel. What the hell are you talking of? I don't know. I can say whatever I want. You gave me this Evan power. Stanley's not going to come before everyone who could be on the show now. I'm, I'm sorry, Evan. Please forgive me. Um, I, I've never met any of these people. I've met Ian. And okay. Tracy. So, Evan has a uh, Patreon for Ghosts of the Future, her uh, fan comic that she does. So, she's got all bunch, a whole bunch of rewards for that. A lot of cool ones, like... Um, so, Ghosts of the Future, the current issue, a page of it comes out a week. You get the next page, um, like, a week earlier for one of the rewards. You also get, like, exclusive wallpapers and... I mean, I think at some point you can get, like, ex- uh, like sketches and drawn into it, but I, that might be higher up. Um, but please do check that out, because Ghosts of the Future is a great, great fan comic uh, by a great, great lady who draws great, great, and writes great, great books you know what, for what, Do you know what the link is? I'm on Patreon now, but the website is not loading for me, so I'm trying to find that. Do you know what the exact uh, link for that is? Excuse us, where were where we been? We said it was Ghosts of Tomorrow. Uh, ghosts of the Future, or G-O-T-F, maybe. Interesting. So, yeah, again, um, I do apologize for this. <laughs> I thought this was going to be great. This was going to be all happy. I'm calling out people's boyfriends, and I'm... I'm, I'm, I don't know anything. This is all so... Uh... So I, I believe if you just search Evan Stanley on Patreon, you'll find it. That's, that's well, what I mean. I'm going to her Tumblr. Please go to her Tumblr because it's awesome too. She uh, posts all sorts of things. Uh, okay. So patreon.com slash Evan Stanley, I believe. There you go. This is her name. That was super easy to find instead of all the nonsense that I, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, patreon.com slash Evan Stanley. I'm stupid! <laughs> I'm stupid! So yeah, please please go and support those two uh, amazing art- artists uh, on uh, Patreon so we can uh, get more content from them. Yes. Um, quickly, Tyson Hess, who just finished uh, the finished up uh, Worlds Unite for mm-hmm. us, is doing a mini-series over at Boom under their Boombox uh, imprint, I guess, called Diesel. Mm-hmm. First issue came out. Uh, second issue should be coming out soon. Uh, beautiful uh, creator-owned book. Uh, it's kind. It's it's a steampunky coming-of-age story, I would say. Um, there are little robots. There's a cute <laughs> girl that uh, that rides on top of it. She has something going on with her fingers. Um, some sort of electricity thing. Uh, she's kind of entitled, and... Because it's like... They're on this little ship that is like a town that flies around, and she's about to turn, I believe, 18, and, like, come into ownership over that ship. So she's butting heads with the captain right now. Uh, it's it's really fun right now. Uh, so 
check that out. You can buy that on Comixology. I believe Amazon.com as well. Um, is it in stores or is it just digital? It's in stores. I have the. I actually brought the first issue with me. It's a beautiful kind of uh, uh, painted. I believe it's digital, but I, you know, I don't know uh, style. Speaking of uh, of painted and color and things color, uh, Matt Herms and Tracy Yardley uh, have done work with. Uh, with Action Lab, who do Hero Cats. Hero Cats. Yeah. Um, Matt Herms has done some coloring for them, and Tracy has done a couple uh, backups for Hero Cats with their Galaxy Man and Cosmic Girl characters. Yeah, yeah they're pretty interesting characters. Yeah, kind of stuff. and uh, Cosmic uh, and uh, Galaxy Man and Cosmic Girl have a first issue out, which might be like a con- convention exclusive. I couldn't find anywhere to mm. find to buy it online. I think if you see Tracy or some of the Action Lab guys at a con- comic convention, you can pick it up. I really want to get it. Um, but as of right now, on Amazon or at your local comic book store, you can get Hero Cats Volumes 1 and 2, which have, uh, I believe, four issues each. Uh, both with coloring, like a little bit of coloring and a little bit of art by Tracy and Matt Herms. So check that out. Also, I want to I want to give a shout out to things that might be coming out. Uh, Ryan Jampol is floating around the idea of putting out a Patreon or a little project, like maybe a Kickstarter. Um, so sh- uh, please show some interest there over on his Twitter. I, I think that's going to be coming soon. Um, I, I believe that's going to involve his his character with the mohawk, and um, mm. also uh, Tracy was was thinking of maybe starting one. Uh, if he ever mentions that again, please uh, show your support on Twitter or wherever, because uh, you know we love these guys and gals, and we really want to support them. On the Archie book and elsewhere, you know, like fire in their bellies. Oh, also, uh, Jonathan Gray is working at the uh, IDW w, Disney Comics. Busy, he's so, yeah, I keep yeah. seeing his stuff on Twitter. He's loving it over there. Hey, you know, and he's doing great co- covers for those uh, those Donald Duck and, uh, Scrooge, Scrooge, and Mickey Mouse and, and Mickey Mouse. Stuff, yeah, so uh, check those out as well. Please do. And now we'll get to the main section of our program. <laughs> so again. Um, Let's just kick things right off here with Sonic Boom issue eleven. This is um, this one actually has uh, two. It's like two mini stories in one. See, it, uh, it it kind of harkens me back to the old, 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 old Archie days where it was more comedy centered, and I would say it's it was more of an Archie book than a Sonic book, where mm. you would have multiple stories and then you'd have gag pages and stuff like that. But I would argue that I like those issues. These ones are actually funny. I found them amusing. You were a kid, though, man. Yeah. Like, I'm like, uh, I can, I can read these as an adult. And be like, this stuff's funny. That's true. Those uh, you know, you got some of those old issues, and it's like the corniest gags. Ever. Some of them are so corny, you gotta love them, though. <laughs> I mean, so we have possibly the greatest name for a story ever: Eggman gets a gorilla. Uh, right to see, right to do is a Sam Sunder uh, Freeberg, which I believe is son. Yeah. Of um, Sonic Boom head writer. Uh, Bill Freeberger. 
Penciler checks in, Diana Skelly, Mighty Inca Young, Rick Bryant, King Colors, Matt Herms, Curious Letters, Jack Morelli, Planet of the Cover of the Comics, Skelly and Bryant, and Steve Downer. I love how all of all of the titles, they're puns on, on movie star Apes and Gorillas. I missed this book. I missed this book it's so It's only bad. been like two weeks. I'm sorry. You're like in withdrawal. It starts with Eggman. I had this new kind of giant robot. And he's uh, calling Sonic out. And see, oh, there's a nice little bit where Sonic goes, what are you doing? And Eggman's posing behind his anime battle background. I love that. Yeah. It was uh, suggested by his website's message board by Eggfan91. Possibly a fan of uh, our good friend Donnie, Sega Sonic fan, 1991. Possibly. Maybe it's the Possibly. evil version of him with like a goatee and stuff. Unless <laughs> Donnie has a goatee. Then Donnie, be Donnie has the world's greatest beard. Okay, so it's a clean version of him. Sonic <laughs> <laughs> um, so just takes out, takes out the uh, robot agent and then Eggman says he's going, he's going to uh, order a gorilla. Just to attack him. Yeah. Okay. I like how he's he's online checking reviews of himself, and he's like, "Eggman ninety one's given." He says, "Why does he hate everything I do?" His name is Eggman ninety one, which is very indicative of I think most message boards and right? forums online. Oh. And then he orders a monkey, and then it comes and just starts beating the ever loving crud out of him, and just destroying his uh. This machine, then he runs to Sonic. This is, this is, I think, possibly the best four-four breaking gag gag ever. He just closed up the Sonic. I love this so much. And screams, Sonic, I did a really bad thing. And Eggman goes, then shouldn't you be floating? No, I mean, bad for me. Read page three of Sonic Boom Machine 11. And then Sonic just goes, why a gorilla? <laughs> I believe that this is the most Sonic Boom Sonic he's been in this series, too. Because, like... It just he just doesn't care. That's he just doesn't yeah. care. Which which a lot of egg, Sonic in the cartoon, he's just like he just it's almost like he th- he can't be bothered to be a yeah. hero. He just does it to like save the day. But this is great. He's like leave me alone, man. <laughs> like he's just sitting on his porch drinking a drink. You know. Excuse me, but have you noticed that drink? Diana Skelly does something really funny there. It's it's, a it's Sonic. from Sonic. It's so... <laughs> We love you, Diana. I still say I, I still understand why they haven't done any kind of cross promotion. I don't know. Sonic and Sonic. Oh, but you know who's doing cross promotion or doing something with Sonic Boom? Isn't it um, rallies? Rally, yeah, for in Sonic October. Boom Fire and Ice. Yeah, which, which is being delayed to next year. So early promotion, <laughs> uh, if, if that still happens. No publicity is bad publicity, as everyone knows. Unless people forget about it, and you know, which is why them doing those uh, toys is a good sign. <laughs> and so Eggman, Sonic goes to Eggman's um, thing to get the gorilla, and the, the gorilla just goes, "Oh yeah, sorry about that. I, I'm good. My name's Carl. How you doing?" <laughs> He's so mellow. It's amazing. I love that Sonic goes, maybe we should get you back home. And he's like, I was an internet purchase. This is my home. <laughs> it, it, it raises strange questions about, you know, human rights <laughs> in this universe. But, you know. I love that it, 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 Carl moves into Sonic and he just destroys everything. Like, just walks into everything. And then he even destroys the, the speech bubble. Hashtag breaking my stuff. 
Oh, I, I, love I miss this book. I love this book. And then uh, Sonic goes to Tails, and Tails is just like, just make him get a job. And then Sonic, and then he All goes, he does is mooch. He does his mooch, and he goes to get him a bunch of different jobs. My favourite is, he gets a job on a skyscraper washing windows, <laughs> but then you see a bunch of biplanes just like flying around him. Yeah, I, um... I have a little note that I, I don't know if anyone else noticed, but uh, he, I have a little printing error in one of my, in my variant. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, look at, you've got the regular color cover. Look here, look at his mouth. My mouth is just, it has like a big black dot in the middle of it, like, oh, yeah, going very, out of its That's weird. Mouth. I don't know if that's true for so all the, the variants. In, in the variant, which I believe that variant is just, it's the, uh, if you have the uh, stock Sega. Yeah. Characters, on the um, page where Carl's getting a bunch of jobs, when he's getting a job as a stockbroker, um, his mouth, the kind of, I'm not sure what you put that, like the, the esophagus hole. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you could. It's the, the uh, black hole that goes into larynx. Or, into I don't larynx, know. It's it, it's extending over his lips. Over his lips. Yeah. yeah. If this is in your issue, uh, I, I'd be kind of curious to know. So tweet at me at Jono, uh, capital J O N capital J lowercase O N O underscore capital C lowercase Arter, uh, and let me know if you find out anything. I should also be plugging that. Archie comic people are doing let me know that too so we can correct it next episode but yeah that's a weird thing to me that it would be wrong in this or messed up in this and not in that well, maybe it's just my issue too. we've had that in the past where one issue one cover yeah. had a mistake the regular one didn't are you talking we've about had, we've had uh, that in the past uh Two, the one with the train, the chase, the chase. Part one or part two? I think the regular, the regular issue had a issue had a printed out that the variant did not. I could never find it. Me though. neither. Which saddens me because we were told by the by where we bought the books that there was an issue, but yeah. Oh well. Um, and then uh, Kyle gets a job <clears> with Comedy <throat> Chimp as a uh, as I guess just a uh, prattful character. He just clumsy. Yeah. And it's amusing. I love how it ends where Eggman just goes, this gorilla is delightful. Orbo, order me a gorilla. <laughs> Orbots, Orbots, just... Oh, God. I was just thinking, oh, God. You're, an, you're an idiot. Fine, we get, we get his, uh, we get Eggman's, in the next story, we get Eggman's uh, later hose and hat back. So that's a plus. <laughs> like, you know it's going to be good once uh, he puts on his uh, German hat. So this one is, uh, the second story is called True Stories. Uh, same people who worked on the first story worked on this one. So Jonathan, if you can explain what this one's about. So this one is about uh, Eggman has lost his earpiece that he had just bought. So he's looking all around the place. Uh, they do a gag on the whole, uh, the whole seeing multiple people doing mul- like multiple versions of the same person doing the same thing yeah. to indicate time. That's part, yeah. So he talks to himself in the past and the future is like, hey, future me, check under the rug. Ah, I don't see it past me. Um, and then he says, didn't we do this joke in the last story, which he did. There was one yeah. he was talking about ordering a monkey. He's like, that sounds like a good idea. Great idea, past me. <laughs> but, uh, so Eggman is... Uh, thinks that he must have it must have fallen out, so he's going to switch to his spy cameras to see if uh, anyone has found it. We uh, we first look our turn our attention to Tails, 
who is dancing Which with I a, love uh, that uh, Eggman refers to him as a flying squirrel. <laughs> a little bit of Rocky and Bullwinkle. And then he just basically makes a, um, a, a robot to compliment him and dance. Dance and struck the bot. Then it cuts, yeah. cuts to Amy, who's uh, trying to um, defeat a bug. I Is this bug a meme or something? Because it's like, it's got this troll face going on. Possibly. I'm not too familiar with, with bug memes, but it... I don't know. Again, we have to have a Donny for that. I love that, I love that extreme, like, Amy. She's so upset. Half of her, half of her uh, face is blacked out and she's all epic. It says, Kertrollololololol, which I think is, <laughs> I, I think that's a reference to trolling. I don't know. There, I think it's supposed that, to be. that song. And then it goes back to uh, the pointy blue rat. And then I love songs just sleeping on a hammock inside. I'd do that if I could. And then uh, Kyle the gorilla in the bra- in the box. Oh hey, it's this guy again. <laughs> and he just slaps. He just smacks Sonic in the face of a pie. Poor Sonic. He's not having it. And he says, this? Hey, "Can I go back again?" This is the most show accurate. I yeah. Think. He goes, "Can I go back to sleep now?" This next bit involves Knuckles, and I think it might be one of my favorites because uh knuckles is trying to pick out a hat can't find the hat he exactly wants because he has a fear of commitment and i love his description knuckles the echidna tougher than level <laughs> i love this book and then he ends up buying a bunch of hats one includes a a sonic head hat mask hat type of thing yeah and um, one includes the, the one, hat that the we never wearing. thought we would see again. The one he walks are actually wearing is the OVA hat. Don't tell Ken Penders. Because Ken Penders will sue again. And no, he can't. The Sonic Boom's cancelled anyway. Maybe I should like, we're going to cancel the book. He can't sue us now. We'll <laughs> move, Penders. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but he also makes fun of... Uh, Eggman's hat, the uh, the uh, German lederhosen type hat, hmm. is like who would buy that? That's for losers. <laughs> and Eggman immediately throws off his hat and stomps it into the ground. I love he's spying on he's spying on sticks and sticks is spying on Eggman with a giant periscope. Yeah, you're spying on me. They both say. And then uh, there's this awesome bit where like. He, he stomps around on the ground and ends up stomping on the airpiece. And then there's this, there's this amazing, amazing image of his face. He just goes, I'm the angriest man who ever lived. Kadong. Ooh, that must be my pizza. I think Rick Bryant is doing, uh, he's done an amazing job this issue with, with inking. Because the extra lines on like Eggman and those yeah, are so good. Eggman here and that Amy a couple pages back yeah. uh, has just been amazing. Uh, and just the extreme justif- uh, juxtaposition of that angry face with the joy of pizza. <laughs> and then he goes to the door and it's, he says, oh, did I order a gorilla? Oh, wait, yes, I did. And then the gorilla uh, just starts pummeling the uh, gorilla. Again. I think you missed the pun there, and I will explain it to you because things are much more funny. He says, I didn't order a gorilla, as in girl. And it's a girl gorilla? No, I think he's just saying I didn't order a gorilla. And then, oh, wait, yes, he did. I think I think you're maybe reading too much into that, but... I don't know. Maybe this thing just made me look for puns. In <laughs> where puns don't exist. 
And that's how Sonic Boom ends with Eggman uh, being batted around by a gorilla. I, this was such a good, like, this was such a good issue. It's such a shame we're not going to get any more of this ongoing series. Um, they mentioned that we might see stories elsewhere. In, in I, Digest and uh, the Super Special Magazine. But I think those are going to be reprints, is what I'm afraid. I'm afraid we're just going to get reprints in those. I'm not sure. I don't work for Archie, so I, I can't say. But I would I would love to see more of, of Sam's writing. I would love to see Ryan Jampol write an issue. I, I, I mean, I, I'd love to see more Bill Freiberger and Universe more, Arc. Give us a universe arc. Yeah. As after we get a Knuckles Amy finding charge of the Master Emerald arc, because I really want that arc. I don't know if I'm gonna get that. I really want that arc. Because he said he's wrapping up Unleashed pretty quickly. <sighs> yeah, it, um by this time, uh solicitations for the next uh universe arc came out and it's uh it's an Eggman, Eggman one, one. Which I am so excited for. Um it, it, it features other characters that we'll get to later in this podcast, but I, I'm super excited for that, but I really also want a Knuckles Amy arc. Alas, twas not to be. I don't know. Maybe on. it'll be in the main book. Mm. That'd be good. Let's move on to uh, Sonic Universe issue 79, The Silver Age, part Premiering one. in this issue, as head writer of this issue, Evan Stanley. Of this arc. Of this arc, Evan Stanley. Uh, pencils by the amazing Tracy Yardley, inks to Mamash, colors by our main man, Matty Herms, and letters by Jack Murray. And uh, as an indication, it says this story takes place before Con- Sonic Comic Origin 6, or the uh, pre-comic day story, and Sonic Universe 75. Yeah, this, um, it, 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 it I didn't quite read that until I started reading it. So it a little confused me because this is kind of an origin story for Silver. Mm. It um actually, you know what? I'm I'm just going to say it's a it's an origin story for Silver. Well, it, it is because it's um since since the reboots, you know, because they had the Silver in the past, he came back and there was all that, you know, the, there's a traitor stuff traitor. that that really went nowhere and then since the you know the reboot they've been able to you know were given a fresh slate with silver yeah and I like what they've done with it I like whatever I do I mean I'm not sure if 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 all of this if all of this idea like the basic the world silver lives in was an Evan idea or if it was an Ian idea yeah. that Evan just wrote but um I I really it? like it there's a lot of stuff like I have questions about too because uh, there's some things that I uh, I'm I'm like wow Sega really let you do that. Or you know whoever, um, but yeah, this takes this definitely takes place before Silver meets Sonic. I would say, yeah, yeah. And we start off with a very foreboding um, splash page of Silver having his arms spread across, featuring some dark creature in the center of a Genesis portal, and ominous writing in gold blocks. There must be a hero to stop this thing. And then we get transported to Onyx City, Sonic's World, 200 years in the future. Um, is Onyx City a place in the games? Is that uh, is that the um, destroyed city? That's Crisis City. I'm or is Onyx City, um, is that a reference to where he was living pre-reboot? Possibly. I you you was... would know more than I on that regard. 
But I Ionic think City is not anything mentioned in 06. I think they changed the name of the floating island to Onyx Island or something because it sunk in the future, okay. in the past. You know what I'm saying. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. <laughs> but uh, we get interest, introduced to all these background characters that seem very, very miserable in a clearly, very clearly dystopian, dystopian world. Mm-hmm. And we're introduced to this idea of a city council, uh, council that is that is ordering people to work, uh, especially those right now who need to go to work, are those of the teal class. And you know who has teal in his uh, outfit? Who? Silver. <gasps> I would have thought he'd been part of the silver class because his name's Silver. Um, and this is this is something that um, well, you, 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 we know what they've done though. It's because they've. This is a really cool idea. They've taken a part of Silver's original character design. Yeah. And they've they've made that part they've of given his, it meaning. Which is awesome. Which is great. That, I, I don't like I, I'm really surprised Sega would have been okay with that. Like that's that that kind of amazes me so that you could uh define that so um Yeah. Well I mean I, I think that's something where it may be like it's they they don't outright state that. It's yeah. just something you can kind of piece together, you know. So maybe maybe Sega were just like chill class, whatever, approved. Yeah. And you know, to to credit to Evan Stanley, that's a genius idea too. Like I, mm-hmm. just a little tiny detail and make it into a plot point. So we also get these very. I at first I my I was guided towards they looked like SWAT bots to me, mm. but they're a mixture of SWAT bot and the O six robots. They've got that. Um, that visor. Yeah, they're the SWATBOT visor, yeah. They've got the SWATBOT visor, they've got the, um, the gray, the dark gray and the white. Um, also, with the idea of SWAT, they've got flashing lights, red and blue, like police, on their shoulders. Another, and Evan Stanley did the designs for these guys. Another really nice, um, just really smart design choice that I, I, I really appreciate from her. She's really, she's been, she's really thinking this through. Mm. Um, so Silver's like, oh crud, it's time for me to work, I better get out of here. And he sees someone who's a part of the Teal class, also trying to shirk his, his quote-unquote responsibilities, getting attacked by these Neo-Swap bots. So Silver feels the need to step in, and uses, and this is the first time we see him use his telekinetic ability to help this guy run away from these swap bots. Wishing him good luck. Um, at this point, we get to see Silver's home, I guess? Which I think this is, this is the greatest bit of characterization they've ever given Silver, where he just goes, hello, trash pot, ready for justice? And then he makes his fist go, sure, Silver! <laughs> it goes, I need to stop talking to myself. I like that Silver is a huge dork. <laughs> like, sure, Silver! That is like that's the best part is that you know Silver in the games he doesn't he's just really kind of boring I feel like he doesn't he just wants to murder people <laughs> to kill someone to save the world is that really the right thing to do Are you moving your mouth out of sync too <laughs> Yeah <laughs> uh, but you know Iblis Twigger Twigger must die Is he also Elmer Fudd That's what it sounds like Twig. Eh, that wascally twigger. 
I um, I don't know. I just I, I really like. He's automatically likable, mm. and I think he's such a because he's a dork who wants to. St- he wants to stick up for the little guy. Yeah. But he himself is a little guy, which I like that, you know? Yeah. Like, he just said, sure, sure, It cracks me up so much. It's like, I automatically love this guy. Like, you give this to anyone, and he, they would probably automatically love <laughs> Silver. Unless you're heartless. Don't, don't, don't listen to this if you don't have a heart. <laughs> We're anti-heart, heartless. Yeah, to check the kingdom heart, you scrubs. And so there's a moment where he starts picking up stuff, and I like how they included the old six barrels. Yeah. The boxes and stuff, that's very cool. Boxes. Same thing. And then we get introduced to a uh, a character which um, fans of some of the old cartoons may recognize. Von Schlemmer. Ooh, ho, ho. However that went. Like, yeah. Ooh, ho, ho. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's got some doodads. I don't know, they're, um... You know, it's really funny, they're, uh... They're, uh, you know, you find water. They're uh, dousing rods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're like in guns. He's trying to find... Oh, you know what? He says that in script. Never mind. That's really dumb of me. Well, he calls them double downing dousing rods. In brackets, TM. In brackets, TM. You cannot use that without consent from Dr. Van Slim. <laughs> but he's looking for what Silver's got. Which is charisma at the wazoo. He's a star. No, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make it big, kids. Hey, you pick up stuff. You talk to yourself. Hey, you're gonna make it big in Hollywood. Uh, but you're a talker, hey, on the radio. And um, he simply says, "You're a hero, and you're the only one who can um, stop these Genesis portals." And Silver's so like, "What the heck is a Genesis portal?" And then, wouldn't you know, a Genesis portal opens beneath them. Oh golly. And black hands keep reaching out at them, which is something new in uh, the Genesis portals that we've come to know, because they're just portals that lead to portally places. <laughs> yeah, they're falling, they're freaking out. It's it's all very, very pretty, because Matt Herms is... Matt Herms coloring, and Tracy Yardley's... Uh, this is one of Tracy's best issues. I mean, you've got an all-star team on Everything this. Everything is so you good. Know, I... I, I this is uh, like like first issue. Automatically loving this. Uh, really excited for the next issue. Um, they they, he's he's folded it, and um, Slimmer says, "Use your power so we can escape." And she was like, "I can't. It don't work that way, you crazy old man." And he says, "Yes, it does." And Silver does, "Okay." And then he uses his powers, and he he pretty much flies. Which is, I always have a source of contention with that because in Pyro Six, Silver's opening cuts, and he's just flying through like the air. Yeah. Whatever, and in the gameplay you can fly for like a second. Yeah, I hate that, I hate that um, stuff. Let's not think about that. This is so much better than that. This is so much. I mean, I think most people would agree that Arch. You know, a lot of people are like Silver's a bad character. No, Silver was just bad in 06. Yeah, this comic book, this issue in particular, and previous issues have shown that Silver works. Silver's yeah. a good idea. You know, he, 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 hashtag uh, hashtag live for Silver. Well, I guess Evan Stanley, Evan Stanley for, Silver. for Silver. Hashtag Evan Stanley for Silver. Silver. You know, you should hire Ian Flynn to write the game and then Evan Stanley to write everything Silver does in that game. <laughs> no, you know what? Hire them both. Hire everyone. Just, you know, hire all of the Archie people on a on a game. On the game. I don't know what I don't know what the inkers are gonna do. Have but. Matt Holmes program enemy design. There you go. 
Enemy designer, Matt Holmes. Matt Holmes, you get you get on learning how to do that. Jim Marsh can be um, enemy AI. He programs how the enemies attack you in game. Where are you getting all this stuff? How would they know how to do that? What are, they gonna, what, what, what are the letters going to do? What the hell is an Inca going to do in a video game, Jonathan? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with a strategy and we'll get you all guys jobs at Sega. We swear. Hashtag Archie Action Team for Super Sega. <laughs> um, and then uh, Silver uses his power to um, close T. Genesis portal. And then Von Shemmer is very happy... And he picks him up and shakes him around. You know, if he hugged him like that, he would get impaled. But, you know. Why? Because he's got spikes on the back of him. Right? Yeah, they're, not, they're not like knives, dude. I don't know how knives work. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how spikes work. Is it just me, though? Or in the in this comic book and actually in general, do they make Silver's like head... Spikes on the back like way longer than they are in the game. They, I was noticing that they they do look really big, um, which I don't remember them being that long in in '06. You know, I I don't know. I I try not to think about. I mean, I mean, as long as Silver still has his you know his marijuana pothead leaf thing, that's cool. Yeah, they call him Fernhead in uh, in Ghosts of the Future. I wonder if we're gonna get a Fernhead reference in this. That'd be awesome. I would I would go giddy. So Von Schlemmer is like, hey, we have to save the universe, so we have to see the city council. Why do you have to see the city council? Can't you go to the UN or something, you know? Maybe the, maybe the uh, UN was disbanded. Mm. Dang you, future. Reality itself is in danger. We have to go save it. And so it was like, mm, okay, I guess. I love, I love how Tracy draws uh, Silver getting like carried Picked, away from yeah. Von Schlemmer, because he's just like <laughs> carrying him like... I don't know, luggage or something. It's it's very uncomfortable. His, then, his spikes also like are so long they come out the the other end. <laughs> and then we see uh, the council uh, benevolent leaders question mark, and they're looking they're looking at um, uh, time portals, and then they they notice on their computer that one of one of the Genesis portals was closed somehow, and they're like, huh, interesting. That's weird. Whatever, guys. You know what's weird though is that it ends with one of the uh, councilmen. All of the councilmen have um, like numbers, like yeah. um, like dice. Is like the, the dots on a dot. dice. Yeah, so on then, their there's face. one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> and it ends with um, five looking behind him slash her, and there's Them. there's a uh, a time eater boss portal from Sonic Generations. I wasn't expecting that. No, I was like, I, that's awesome. I was like, ooh. Um, do you think that their their faces mean anything? Like, is that a reference to anything other than, like, this is number one, this is number I two, or I think it three? may just be, because they are slightly different sizes and shapes, I think it's just a way to keep them, like, keep them distinct. Okay. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, I'm sure maybe the numbers might... They may be a meaning for themselves about it. At this point, it's just so yeah. you can. I, I didn't know just there was a reference them. or anything. Maybe I don't know, maybe they're the Dragon Balls. I don't know. Huh. Like the Chaos Emeralds are. Sure, why not? Let's talk briefly about the uh, off panel, which is also written by Evan Stanley. Oh my god! You texted me and was like, "This <laughs> off panel, like this off panel made me cry. It was amazing. It was beautiful. I was so excited. Um, it it was scripted by Evan Stanley, penciled by Jonathan H. Gray." Rick, Rick Bryant on inks, colors by Elia Baker, and so, 
Silver is picking up a box with his his hands. He's doing a Doctor Strange thing with his fingers. And he's like, is that accent real, Von Schlemmer? And Von Schlemmer's like, oh, how rude is that? And he's listening to a record and reading a book that says Cardiff on the back and has a picture <laughs> of if you guys have ever read STC and stuck Sonic, around in Sonic it. Sonic the comic, the English Sonic the Hedgehog comic. And have ever stuck around to read any of the backups. One of the, no, the best non-Sonic story in that the best was, the, the, yeah, was, uh, the was the Cap Attack. And on that cover is uh, uh, <clears throat> Dr. Dr. Uh, was his name just Frank Enstein? Yeah, but in yeah. this they say, Hello und thanking Sie for purchasing Dr. Frankie Stein. I mean, they they changed the name yeah. slightly, but that's a deep cut reference for yeah. Stanley in the pool. That like that was beautiful because I, I like I, I love you. Attack. Oh, you so know great. what? When you said you said there was something about accents, I yeah. thought it was going to be Florence Simmer speaking with um, Antoine. <laughs> I like the French and German. That's what I thought. Because you, you said how much you loved it, I was like, it's accents. It has to be Antoine. Nothing else to make Jonathan okay. love it more. But Evan Stanley, I love you for doing that. That's, that's an you, awesome Evan. reference. Um, oh. So yeah, I am really, really looking forward to um, Silver Age Part Two. It, it's so excited. I so excited. Uh, can't wait. Okay, so we round out this episode with Sonic the Hedgehog 276. Brand new story arc! Yep, um, kind of like Boom before it. This is just a, uh, it's, it's two short stories. It kind of one. returns to the, uh, the, uh, main story story and then backup, ongoing backup story type of thing. Kind of. I don't even know if this is an ongoing backup. I think I think next issue is going to be on on. I think next issue is going to be on ongoing backup. I'm sorry. I don't think it is yet because um, it doesn't. It neither of them end with a to be continued or say yeah. part one. So I think these are just two little stories. I which, got. They said brand new story arc, so I got which, that stuck which in my head. It kind of dictates to be an actual arc, not just a single I issue. Guess what the arc is is them getting um, okay, Gaia, so Kate, Gaia, 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 Gaia Kate. Gaia Kate. They're going to find a girl named Kate who <laughs> does Gaia stuff. Uh, Gaia Keys for the Gaia Temples. Mm. It's a Gaia time. So, uh, Cold Hearted, Story 1, written by Ian Flynn, pencils by Adam Bryce Thomas, inks by Terry Austin, colors by Gabriel uh, Cassiter, and letters by John Walkman. And it starts with um, Sonic and Rota, um, with Chip, <laughs> just pummeling some um, enemies yeah. in um, Coolidge. So... Uh, you didn't uh, you didn't find enough puns in Boom this week. Uh, you should uh, check out this because first first page we get one sec chip. I'm gonna I'm giving this one a parka ticket, pushing a guy down who's wearing a snowsuit. Which I was in the car with this as TJ was reading it, mm-hmm. and he looked at it, and he was just like. He's just like, oh, that's, oh, come on. I just, le- I looked at him and I said, turn the page. <laughs> you turn the page. And just get wrote to saying, really? Don't tell me you're proud of that one. Did he cry? Was no. he like, oh, we're brothers. Because <laughs> I, I think that Rotor is the one that he associates with the he, most. He less, does, less the reinterpretation. He doesn't but... like this, this new design of, of Rotor. He prefers old yeah. fat Rotor. I, I like the... I like the I like, idea. I like Boom Rota. I like the idea of there being a a person that is weightier in that way. 
on the team and contributing. Um, other than that, you know, I'm fine with with attractive rotor or like buff rotor. I don't, I don't know. He's he's rotor. I don't have a problem with it as much. There's a moment where I like the Sonics just, and then um, there's a moment where Sonics goes, you know what? We're outnumbered. We ain't gonna win. We give up. Chip flies away. There's a nice moment where um, some of the bad guys are like, we're gonna take you straight to the egg boss. <laughs> this goes, oh no, what is us? So I was like, shut up, dude. You blow cover. They're they're really snur like Rotor is uh, snarking, 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 snarking real hardcore. Like he's 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 got this smirk. Oh, I was he's smirking real hardcore. That's what I was trying to say. Well, he's, he's, also, he's also being snarky, so that works. Yeah, he's smirking. Snarking, smirking, snarking. Um, and they're taken back to a big base, and then we <laughs> um, see Egg Boss uh, Tundra. Tundra. Hey, that's is... my dog's name. My old dog's name. Egg Boss Tundra? Egg Boss Tundra. She was an Egg Boss. <laughs> and uh, we get this meet Rota's father. Guess who that was? Egg Boss Tundra. Egg Boss Tundra. I think everybody knew that before this issue came out. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was very obvious. Oh, uh, Rotor has a grumpy dad, and uh, there's a uh, old Rotor-looking, you know, well, I would, egg I, box or I would something. say what gives it away really is the um, is Rotor's comics origin. Yeah. When you just see what a complete jerk his dad is, mm-hmm. you know? I do like this reveal. Like, this is... Pro- this. I think this page might be my favorite from uh, this first story, where Rotor's just like, "Oh no, is that like you see it on his face?" Yeah, that, oh, oh no! And then that that evil like scar faced like that 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 face on Boss Tundra is just like mm. it's really mean, and I really like it. Then like Rotor's like, "How could you? How could you walk with Eggman?" And then he was just like, you know, Eggman destroyed our village, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Tundra destroys the belt. He oh. destroys the belt. He destroys the bat belt. How dare you? That's 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 Rotor's thing, man. <laughs> He's naked now without that belt. You just declothed your son, you <laughs> sick son of a gun. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I. I just. It's so humiliating. <laughs> he's he's like completely naked. <laughs> I mean, I guess he has gloves and. And, and uh, goggles on, but that doesn't matter. And then uh, Rotor and Sonic are thrown in prison. I love the artwork of them, like, Sonic just face palming on the floor. Yeah. And, like, Rotor... I love his ears, like, the little... The yeah. detail on the ears. Adam Bryce Thomas did, like, a really nice, nice bit of detail there. I love when um, Rotor, like, his tongue sticking out this drool <laughs> coming off his tongue. That's amazing. And then he meets... Um, please forgive my pronunciation... Uh, Jari Thur and uh, Sariana. Sariana, which which um, it's been a while since I've gone back to speak to all the um, people in the in the uh, hub in Unleashed. But I'm gonna imagine Ian. I'm gonna imagine these are characters from the Unleashed, from the um, Alaska Hub world. I like how you said. I, I I haven't you know spoken to them in a while. Oh, wow, it's like you actually. Talk, it's like you're sitting like Silver is talking to himself. You're just talking to the game. Like, oh hey, how are you doing, Sariana? I'm pretty good, thanks. You know, this game ain't the best, but I still like to play Cool Air today. It's art, but you know. It's art, hashtag, at least it's art. 
And then he meets he meets um, those two because they were Sonic and Motu informed that those two had the key. Yeah. That they need for for the guy gate. Guy gate. Guy gate. And then you know there, there's a moment where um, <laughs> Chip just comes in. He's st- he has stolen a key card. And he has a bunch of like popsicles. In yeah. There's this one panel on the the page before it where We're we get regular shading. We get regular yeah. shading on like everything, and then we get this one like really, really epically shaded like rotor. That's like a. It looks like an old um, carving, like mm. a print. It's uh, which I find really. Uh, I find really uh, amusing because it looks like that. It looks like a like an old. Because well, he looks so sad. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't find it amusing because he looks sad. I'm I, I'm not. You're I don't. I don't derive joy in Rotor's pain. I feel for him. My dad is also a an egg boss. <laughs> egg boss Carter. Oh, egg no. boss Carter. No. What would you do with that? He destroyed our village, son. I had to work with him. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> although, although to be fair, my dad does a lot of things that don't make sense. <laughs> and then there's a moment where, and then Sonic turns into the werehog for some reason because he needs some big stomping cleats. Yeah. <laughs> Which I read this with TJ, and TJ was just like. This is awesome. Like it's, it doesn't explain why he hasn't, but at least that's that's. It one, acknowledges it. That's one thing. Like you play, you play Unleashed and you play Halaska. The Werehog still like steps around. It's like, what is the point of those cleats if they don't do anything? <laughs> oh, and then there's an awesome page of um, even though <clears throat> even though this is a Unleashed adaptation, I love how they bring in the um, the polar bear Badnik from White Park Zone. That is probably my favorite Badnik. And so I know there's this image of like the bear comes through a door and then Sonic just punches through its stomach. <clears throat> I like how at the top of the page all the guys are trying like all the um, egg minions are trying to escape. They're trying so to they're open through a door. <clears throat> yeah, they're trying to get through yeah. a door. So they run through the door and the the badnik is going through the door to beat up Sonic, but he just punches through the door and the badnik. <laughs> <laughs> I love how on um. <laughs> on every, on every uh, like line, there's a um, the first line has Rotor like knocks into a guy against the wall, and then if he was in the um, subsequent three lines underneath it, the uh, tongue slowly starts to fall out. Adam Bryce Thomas, thank you for for your uh, your your pay, uh, you, you wanting to do so much detail. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> there's a great bit where they. They find like a, a reindeer like sled, which uh, which showed up in, uh, I believe that that issue, um, the bunny issue, mm. of the first four or first five issues where they were reintroducing the team. Uh, that showed up briefly. I think Eggman stole it from Tundra. I love Somehow it. gave it back. <laughs> when they get there, it just goes a convertible in this weather. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish Ian would write for the games. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's amazing. And then they get back to the um, basically the uh, Alaska hub world, and then they they're given the keys, and then there's a nice, nice little moment. It kind of reminds me of um, the end of Empire Strikes Back, mm. when like Luke and Darth Vader are both like looking up into the sky. You see the, the shot of of, uh, oh. of Rota looking up into the air, and then it cuts to yeah. uh, his dad <clears throat> looking up. 
You know what I saw? Like this nice little moment of behind um, Egg Boss, Walter's father, man. Tundra? Uh, Tundra. Is one of the goons chasing the uh, Joe Sushi yeah. from Sonic 1. That's, that's really that's really strange to me. It's like, wow. That is your like evolutionary like uh, beginning right there. <laughs> it's like me looking into uh, like... Uh, a mirror? A mirror. There's only one of me. <laughs> so our backup is Back in Business. Written by Ian Flynn. Pencils by Evan Stanley, inks oh, yeah. by Terry Austin, colors by Gabrielle Casada, and letters by John Workman. Now, uh, I, I think this is a pretty good month that we get Evan Stanley writing something and drawing something, because uh, I, I love Evan Stanley's uh, artwork. Oh yeah, it's one of the best. Um, and you know, follow her on Tumblr, SpiritSonic.tumblr.com or whatever. Uh, she posts. She's she's post like. Uh, some design character design sheets and stuff she's done, um, especially the the uh, Silver Age. She posted design character designs for the SWAT bots and the bits and things like that. But this is an Eggman story, and uh, finally, Eggman Land is a thing. Is a thing which um, is, and it's of course the Eggman Land from Unleashed. Mm-hmm. One thing I love about Evan Stanley's artwork is that she always puts such detail into um, Eggman's mustache. Yeah. Like, it's, it's multi-layered, you know? Yeah. I like that. I I love his nose, too. Like, it, it just, it, it feels so present. Like, I could reach out and touch this nose. It's okay, beautiful. Evan, Evan Stanley, her artwork always looks more three-dimensional. Yeah. Compared to some of the other artists. Um, and it, it's, it looks fantastic. But the other thing is, Eggman has like it's kind of like Iron Man 3D hologram of Eggman like yeah. he's, he's looking at, and he's he's just talking about you know, <laughs> any reason all of us has any reason why all the extra time and resources to build rides into your refinery, and Eggman says they're deadly rides, and yes because it makes me happy. <laughs> oh, so th- there's a plot point in here that. Um, confused me at first because in the last arc which was the la- like the end of uh, Unite Worlds Unite um, Metal Sonic had the Chaos Emerald like uh, the Freedom Fighters had every Chaos Emerald except for one Eggman had that one and Metal Sonic had that mm-hmm. and in this that same Chaos Emerald is missing because of something that happened earlier in the main comic uh, in the main comic continuity where he used it to try to entrap the freedom fighters and then it rocketed off but it apparently missed its course so this is I feel like this is a strange change to continuity that doesn't this is this is the problem I have with the ending of World Unite yeah because they they do do a they do a it was well, the dream essentially yeah. type of thing it calls into question stuff like that it's like well then does Real Science still have the emerald what's going on because he doesn't have the emerald in here and he should shouldn't he <laughs> or I mean he's he he's rescuing him in this yeah but he uh, Eggman should have the emerald right if worlds worlds unite happened well it's it, it's even a kick because I can't off the top of my head, I can't remember, but then it's more a case of 
if he doesn't, then it's like, where did Metal Sonic get the emerald and yeah. Lord Unite? Well, you know? and also, he had to find Metal Sonic. I'm so confused. Because, because the, the, the free comic day story ends with Sonic... No, wait, was that... No, that, that was... I'm sorry, the... Um, Sonic Universe 75, 75 ends with... with Sonic rescues the Chaos Emerald mm-hmm. and they eject Metal Sonic 3 Genesis Portal to somewhere we don't know. So... Wait, did that Metal Sonic have a Chaos Emerald? No, because they, they, they're fighting over it. And then Sonic wins. Sonic gets it. Okay. Yeah, and they they kick Metal Sonic through a Genesis portal. Hmm. We're both confused, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah, it's confusing. Okay. I like this story, but I'm I'm kind of confused with what happens in Worlds Unite. So I'm I'm fine ignoring Worlds Unite. I like I get this completely, but putting that into this continuity and taking that into account, it messes up my worldview. There's a nice moment coming up where Eggman's talking about, yes, you know, Sonic does have most of the emeralds, you know, but I, I stole the, the um, manuscripts. I deciphered them, kind of. And my egg army is already secured some of the guy at Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. And almost like, so have you devised a way to get past doors? And Eggman's like, um, nope. <laughs> and there's a moment where, did I originally program you for such sass? Which I have to admit, <clears throat> that has to be... So, to go back to Sonic Unleashed, there was a character which was... An Orbots design, mm-hmm. but a white top. Yeah. It wasn't called Orbots. It isn't actually named in that game. But in the instruction manuals, his official that robot's official name is SA-55, or SAS, mm-hmm. because he's a sassy robot. Yeah. Fans nicknamed him Ergo, because it seemed he's going like, Ergo, you know, you let Sonic escape with the KSM words, Ergo, your plan will not work, Ergo, da 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 what have you. And so I say that has to be Ian, you know, giving a, a nice yeah. little nod to that, you know, which which a lot of people like to say that Orbot is SA55. I don't think so. I think it's a I think it's a step in the process of creating Orbot. Yeah, I think I think um I it's think, like it, it SAS was made and then Cubot was made and he was like that was a mistake and he made Orbot, <laughs> which is even more of a mistake. But I love Cubot and Orbot. I'm so glad yeah. that they were created. Um I'm glad you were born, robots. Robots. And I love that, like, the thing that um, Egg- Eggman is using to uh, power these holograms is his Sega Dreamcast. Thank you, Evan. Thank <laughs> you. Or Ian, depending on who decided to write, you know, it could have been he said Sega Dreamcast as he drew it. I, I don't know. I think it might have been Evan because she maybe. has an affinity for... Well, you know, yeah, I'm just saying. Could, I don't know. Maybe. Could be, maybe, maybe, maybe Ian wrote Sega Saturn, and yeah. everyone was like, "Nope, I'm gonna draw a Dreamcast." Why a Saturn, Ian? <laughs> Why? Makes sense. Like they start flipping tables in the Archie <laughs> offices. Like, oh, nobody even liked it. They only liked Sega uh, Sagata uh, uh, Sagata Senshara. Uh. Uh. <laughs> we should work at Artie. Art, Artie. <laughs> we should work, work at Artie's. I just flip tables and go, ah, nobody likes to And then they're like, why did you hire them? And we're like, um, do you work best in a competitive environment, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a a moment here where um, they, he kind of remembers, they kind of call back to um, Wooji Knight. And there's a shot of, of Xander Payne firing a gun. But because of the artwork, it kind of looks like Xander Payne shooting Eggman <laughs> in the stomach. 
Like, not to, not to, not to talk trash about Evan Stanley, but I, that's not the best layout, I think. For it does look like a... It looks like Xander Payne's really tiny and he's shooting Eggman in the stomach. I think, I think uh, to make this more clear, um, Xander Payne should, should have been, been in the between. Middle. Yeah. Um, also, it might be, it might also be inking because he's blacked out, but they probably had to block black, black out Wiley and Xander mostly because they're Mega Man. Yeah, but, but still, she's like, that's a, that's an odd, that is an odd, um, yeah. <laughs> I remember being, I, I remember having surgery for my spine. <laughs> that was dark. Dude, that. You don't think that's dark? Eggman gets shot on the side? But um, there's a nice moment. There's a nice moment where um, they're talking about... Um, uh, Eggman goes, I, I really need to stop meddling with space-time. All it does is cause problems. And then Eggman um, least wants to find Metal Son and Orbot finds him. There's a great moment where Eggman just kisses him and goes, Hold on, Metal! Pop is coming! Oh, I love that. I love that, like, affinity that he apparently has. I like has. that, yeah, for some reason he actually, like, he shows love, kind yeah. of. It's also, we get to see Eggman put his um, goggles on. I love this. And they look weird, man. <laughs> he looks like, he looks like he's out of a Ghibli movie. He looks like one of those guys that looks like Robotnik, but isn't Robotnik in with the like, Ghibli movie. like the four arms. Yeah, yeah looks away, like yeah. him. I love that. Like, I... Because Evan Stanley's done that before, and every time it just makes me so happy because he looks so weird. Like, I think the only time I can think of in the game is at the start of, at the start of the dark story of SA two. Hmm. He puts him on for like a, like a, a split yeah. second, but yeah, he never he never uses those goggles for anything. It's weird, you know. And he puts them on over his sunglasses. His glasses, yeah, yeah. Those are sunglasses. Come on, man. Unless his eyes are purely black, maybe they are. We don't know. I hope. I, six, I hope he's got the. Six, blue. I hate that. I hope they. I hope he's got the Saturday morning eyes like he had before the reboot because those were those were like creepy as crap. I thought he goes through a Genesis portal and. Um, well, he has he a, a, a Genesis giant... portal maker now, and he just sees like this giant like space eel thing, and I love that. The first thing he does is he um he puts on the uh, big arm. Yeah, armor from oh, the, yeah. from Sonic Three. Oh, it, it just it's it's so fun to see him, him, like in action. That's what I mean. There, there, there is a line. Of, there is a line of dialogue where Eggman, where Orbot, before he goes in, Orbot goes, you know, so we send some badniks or something. If you lose you, there's no telling if we ever get you back. And Eggman just goes, I've been sitting up here scheming for far too long. It's time I got my hands dirty again. I love that. Which you know, I, I kind of like that as um. As a, as a trait for Eggman, like sometimes he likes to just you know he likes to hurt he likes to yeah. destroy stuff you know <laughs> he likes to hurt people. people he likes to hurt Sonic you know that's cool oh I, I don't know this 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 second story is just a bunch of fun I think we just cussed it like it was like shit on an asteroid like I he's, love the image is adorable it's like he's I know it doesn't make I know he's like he's not gonna robot it looks like the first panel of him sitting it looks like he's Hold himself because he's lost and scared. <laughs> it's like adorable. And then the second panel, it makes it look like he's like, man, I got sent to the corner because I didn't eat my peas again. And he's... Which I love. Like, I, I like. It's just like that. That um, that implication for Metal Sonic. I just, I like, I like that characterization I like that the... he would go hmm. there and 
you know. Well, at this point, like he doesn't know where he is, so and yeah. also he's damaged. He's got no, he's got nothing to do, so he'll just like pull we'll away. Yeah, like, yeah. Which I like the bit where like he's he's a, Eggman's attacking the ill thing, and Eggman is going, "No, stomach was spawn. I need a hand out here." It says, "I swear, if you let me die, I'll destroy you." <laughs> oh. And then uh, Memento Sonic is able to kind of put a hit into the um the eel egg, and which kind of the kind of uh, turns him off essentially. Eggman. I love how <laughs> when he goes, he just has instead of eyes, he just has big red X's yeah. in his um, in his eyes socket. Then Eggman picks up Memento Sonic, goes through the um, Genesis portal, and is back <coughs> um, in his base. But Yay. then twist ending. Dun dun dun. And I, I, I know that one of these characters you were not looking forward to, but I was really, really looking forward to the return of. Ooh. It. Oh, I can't say that. Nogus! Yeah, it says Walter and Wendy Nogus, so he can't be called, he's not called XS anymore? He can't, because that's a Ken Penders thing. No, it's not. That's, that's from Sam! No, they just called him Nogus. Really? Yeah, if you watch those, it, it's just Nogus. It's plain old Nogus. Huh. Yeah, and this is so, the addition are, are you of, kidding me? So Ken Penders is taking credit for giving a, a first name to somebody. Well, it was more than just a first name. It was an order. So Ixis was kind of a title. So it's, it's like the Prime, an Optimus Prime. Yes. Okay. And there was like an order of Ixis that kind of fused together in the old old continuity to make Ixis Nagus. I still don't. It was kind of awesome. I liked it. Water, okay. Yeah, um, Weird. but you know, that's to play off Wendy, who uh, I believe is, you know, what I don't believe I know is a reference to Wendy Witchcraft. Is it Witchcraft or Witchcard? From what? From Tales Scales. Tales Sky, Sky Patrol. Oh. Scales Pie Patrol. <laughs> Tales Sky Patrol. Um, See, I haven't played that game in that game is terrible. I've never it. played that game. It's a but game. I still know that Wendy Witchcraft and her witch carters, which she mentions here, were a thing. Ah, that's cool. Right? Yeah, you didn't cool. get that? Dude, I, I have not thought about Tales Sky Patrol in years. I think about it before I go to sleep every <laughs> night. But I like that they're somehow related and they're trolls now. Like I think that's I think that's a really like I'm so happy for that Ian is doing this for me, well, personally. Again, again, because Norgus is part of Satyam, you know, yeah. Pender's can't lay claim to that. So if he has to lose his first name, okay, fine. Yeah. Whatever. But I, I, I'm really excited to see where this goes, especially since the f- next universe arc, as it has been foretold in uh, Solicitations, Solicitations. Uh, will be an Eggman-centric arc. And if you look at that cover, you also see... One Ms. Witchcraft, or one Ms. I guess Ms. Nogus. I, I don't know. You see Walter and Wendy Nogus, troll wizards. Which, which, um, which, yeah, I, I, I think that solicit is it's Eggman's base is under attack by yeah. them. Oh, that's gonna be so cool. It's called Eggman's Dozen too. I wonder if it's gonna Eggman's be. Dozen. I wonder if it's gonna be. I wonder if that's a reference to the Dirty Dozen, and Eggman's gonna make a team or something. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. But you know, this issue a lot of fun, a lot yeah. of fun. You know, it's it was a nice, <clears throat> nice change of pace from um, Worlds Unite. Worlds Unite. Like, I'm really happy to be getting back into the swing of things. Um, I'm pretty sure the Unleashed Dark is going to end 
Ian, early next Ian year. Ian has said he wants to. He didn't expect it to last this long, and then World Unite happened. Yeah. So yeah. So I'll be I'll be happy when we get done with it, but I'll enjoy every step of the way. Like I've I've loved this Unleashed arc. I like I've been eating it up, but I know that it's been lasting a long time. I think that it's there have been other arcs that have been really long that I think uh, in this Sonic comic that haven't felt as um, hadn't felt as entertaining or didn't like mm. didn't keep up as much steam as this one like this Ian has done a really to me Ian has done a really good job of keeping the steam going keeping things interesting instead of kind of bogging like instead of you know having it go on so long that it gets kind of bogged down um, I, I, I think Ian is is doing a really great job yeah, same here, you know. Um, just a thought occurs to me. No Werehog in World Unite. I know. We're, why not? Um, no, I, I, I know why not. So, Sega. so as not to confuse people uh. who are just going to read that crossover. <laughs> My thing is, though, we, we have to go back and read it, but was there really not one scene set at night in that entire... <clears throat> I... I can't think of one. Do at the end of Arc One when Team Dark is blown up. That's that's at night time. Oh, you're right. Did we have a pit in? No. I don't remember any Werehog. And you know when Sonic was uh, Sonic was roboticized or whatever. He was uh, at night. He was at night. And then I don't know if that would make the robot into uh, Werehog or not. That <laughs> would have been awesome. We- that would have been awesome. Robo Werehog. Werehog man. Werehog man. Werehogman. Werewolf. Why not? Just call it werewolf. werewolf. Um, so yeah, you know, a lot of fun. Um, as we said, next next uh, episode we are down one book, and so unless there's a trade out, it'll just be two. It'll just be two books to talk about. Yep. But so something. Um, maybe we'll reveal it now. There's something to. If you want to, I mean. Want to, yeah, we, we can reveal it now. What we're gonna do? We're gonna. Because uh, <clears throat> there'll be less books to talk about. Um, what we thought we might be fun is um, we'll keep. Um, talking about new books when they came out as you did we're, we're going to start doing some retrospectives starting with um, we're going to do a bunch of various things like go back to the start of Archie yeah um, the one thing mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to doing is something we brought up um, a while a few times is that we're going to start doing retrospectives on the book I grew up with Santa Comic yeah I think that uh, very soon you will get a podcast fe- featuring Sonic the Comic because it's a nice little break from Archie. Uh, and then after that, we'll probably move on to early Archie and get through that. But I'm really jazzed. We're going to go look at uh, your homeland's contribution to Sonic Comics. Which, and again, maybe I'm a bit, I'm a bit biased, but uh, maybe not so much now. But at the time, both were on print. Mm-hmm. I would put my money on SEC being stronger more often than not. Than the... Archie, but we, we, we can get into that when we do our first... It's like, uh, it's like throwing up punches, and it's like, but don't punch me now, punch me later. He's like, jab. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, oh, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. You know. No, we, we can tell this later. Just go, go away. I just smack on the back. Don't tag back. Don't tag don't back. Tag <laughs> You're right. You know. I but I, I ended the game, so... But it was. SDC is better. Oh. I don't know. I'm still holding on to my... my uh, my early Archie. Pretty, pretty Ian. I think SSC was a much better book than pre-Ian Archie. They both had really bad, bad times. 
They do, but um, I say when when SCC was at its peak, nothing again pre Ian, nothing yeah. pre Ian Archie ever made me. Nothing was as good as like the Metallic Army. Yeah, the army of of Metallics or heroes and villains. I or... I personally think I enjoyed the Archie, <clears throat> like Archie fifty and before. I enjoy more than STC because it's lighter. Like STC isn't as fun overall. Like I I would say half of it's prettier. Oh, the artwork about a question. Yeah. Is most... It's like you've got because, and that's mostly that's mostly like on. But you know, in the early days, you got you got um, Art which... McKinney and you got you got uh, Spaz, which you know rocked it. I would say though, I would say though, and again, we'll, we'll get more into this when we talk about it. But at his best, Richard Elson may be my favorite Sonic artist. Around Richard Elson, around. Between issue thirty and like a hundred, yeah. his artwork was like just amazing. Richard Richard Elson hits a lot of really good spots that I think, oh, I think Sonic people that want to draw Sonic the Hedgehog in a comic book need to take note of. Um, and not it's, so, it's not a thing. So yeah, not so much later. Elson, no, well, but... it's it's a it's a vein that he hits that I think Spaz hit. I think that Ben mm. Bates hit. I think that Evan Stanley hits a lot. I think that you need to at, at least be aware of it like like Evan Stanley and a few others Richard Elson's designs look great in 3D yes. he's the very three dimensional look and with the uh, especially when you had like uh, Nigel Dobby doing some of the coloring yeah. with his like hand with his uh, painted background stuff. well see the, the thing about the and we'll, we'll talk about this more the amazing thing to me about these old English old English um, these the, STC was time for in English. It was uh, it was it was airbrushed a lot of it, mm-hmm. and that's something that in America we don't we never really got much of in a mainstream comic or you know in a in a comic especially not a comic for kids. You know, um, Sonic comics had always been done with the traditional. You know, you send it off to the printer, and the printer, you know, figures it out. Except, um, like, you, you would, you would like give them the key, and then they'd figure it out. Um, now that it's with digital coloring, we have excellent people like Matt Herms that are on it. But you know, back in the day, that's what they were doing. They were doing what DC and Marvel were, for the most part, doing in the seventies and eighties. Not so much like the nineties. They got into different things, but. Um, so it's like it's it's a for the artwork alone, STC is a really great experience. And I also love how much of a joke Sonic is. <laughs> See, and cool. I think that's I think that's one of the things that um, a lot of European and a lot of uh, American fans kind of might butt heads on. Or from what I what I understand mm. is like you know, Sonic oh. can be a jerk. But there's a line. Oh, I don't. That I, mean, people, I don't. You know, I don't. Well, I don't want Game Sonic to be act like Sonic. Yeah. I'd like that that version. I, I like. Yeah. You know what? I, I like the different <clears throat> versions. It's like all the different versions of Ninja Turtles. You're not all the same. That'd be mm. boring. There's oh yeah. Elements. So I like that. But I think we'll we'll put a pin in that. And um, I think probably the next show we do will be a STC. We'll do like the first ten issues of STC. Okay. Um, so yeah, if I gave everyone for joining us, I've been FDA. I'm Jonathan. Uh, <laughs>
and uh, we'll see you next time, Pixel Brains. You're smarter than a robot. Subscribe and leave a five-star review for this and other FTCR shows on Apple Podcasts. You boob. Yeah.